Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Two Catholic Dudes, and my name is Ryan Klaus. My name is Danny Cleary. And as always, we're not priests, we're not theologians, we're just two Catholic dudes, and we're talking about our faith. And uh, today we are coming to you live on Easter Sunday. Ryan and I are recording this on Easter Sunday because we like to wait till the last minute to get things done. <laughs> well, yes and no. Uh, we, we like to wait till the last minute, but we're all, we were also like, what are we going to talk about this week? You know, right. there's, there's two things. There, there's only two options of things to talk about for the podcast this week. Uh, Easter. And what else is everyone else talking about? COVID-19, COVID-19. coronavirus. Because yeah. like nothing has changed. We are still in our homes. We are still quarantined through Easter. Uh, we were, you know, a lot of us were hoping that this would all be over by Easter weekend. And we'd have this joyous celebration where we were back in the churches. But uh, God doesn't often work the way that we have planned in our minds. Right. And, and so he has something else planned for us. And that's okay. But so here we are. We all celebrated Holy Week. We celebrated Easter Sunday from the comfort of our own homes. Uh, but... Uh, I say it again, God's going to be doing wonders. God's, God, God is working in this. God is in this, and he's going to work through this in so many ways that we can't even fathom. Yeah, absolutely. And it's we're going to just talk a lot today. We'll kind of do a little recap of how our digital Holy Week went uh, from the different aspects. We both kind of uh, had very, very different experiences. Uh, very different. For, for Holy Week this week. And, yeah. Uh, I know it for the first time. Usually you're the busy one, but I was the busy one this week. Dude, it was crazy. Like it's so uh, weird. This is always the busiest week of my life every year, yeah. and I'm just like, what do I do? I don't know what right. to do. So uh, yeah, we're also just gonna dive into as Easter people, right? We are as Catholics, we are Easter people. How can we, as Easter people, move forward with the current situation of the world? Nice, dude. Uh, nice shirt. Thanks for dressing up today on Easter. Thanks, man. I just this is the shirt I wore to one of the masses, so I just kept it on. Very nice, very uh, Easter colors there. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, you, know, you know, I have dark colors only. I wore, <laughs> I I bought this hoodie, and I realized after I bought it that it was like kind of obnoxiously orange. So I haven't worn it once, but I was like looking for Easter. Nope. Co- I think you wore it once at my house. Oh, really? Because you put it on, and I remember going like, "Why do you have?" <laughs> Because I have, I will never wear any. I have one shirt that has orange stripes. I actually wore it in episode one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Never again. That's the only. That's the no. I love that shirt, but I won't. I could never have anything that's just that. Just like orange. in your face, orange. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I was it's looking for something, something to wear. But you know, I'm still just chilling. I'm in quarantine. Full, I mean, full effect quarantine in terms of my outfits. I have like three different quarantine outfits that are just like a different variation of sweats and hoodies, um, <laughs> which I'll, we'll get into on how I ended up wearing some something that I shouldn't have been wearing for a mask. That it was just like, what? Like, uh, right. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But yeah, so anyways, this is my Easter outfit today, this orange hoodie. Yeah, I'm, I was <laughs> usually like on the vigil, you know, you dress to the nines, right? right? And exactly. I, I always had like my, I have a gold, like a shiny gold tie that I would wear because it's like, you know, gold's the color for Easter and yeah. uh, white and gold. And I would always rock my, my white shirt and my shiny gold tie, but. Um, I would always wear that like shiny Vegas suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but not, but not this not year. Not this time. Not this yeah, year. Yeah, so like. I just got done. I had six live streams this week uh, that I was doing. I was in charge of, and 
we're like slowly upping production value a little bit more. That's great. Because uh, you, you got to, right? You got to try to work with what you've got. And we have a lot of gifted people that are helping at our parish to kind of like bring that, bring up the level that we're doing. Um, but the the thing about it is that I don't want to lose because a lot of people are like, uh, there's a lot of differences that people, churches are doing it so differently. We talked about this a little bit on the last episode is the uh, re- like live streaming versus like recording it and then posting it later. Sure. Um, and I will always advocate always this whole one week we've been doing it, uh, for the, uh, for the live stream. I've said it my whole life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm an expert. Um, but the live stream provides on Facebook where we're doing it from our parish Facebook page is it allows the congregation to kind of type and respond in the comment section Mm -hmm. as well as kind of say, peace be with you, or they react at levels of like hearts and smiles or whatever when they're, uh, when they're certain parts of the mass are happening. And I think that it kind of allows them to kind of be digitally present at the mass, you know? So we don't feel like, um, we can't like, like, like we can't do anything. Cause a lot of some places will disable comments and I haven't been doing that because I think it's really beautiful that at the sign of peace, you just see people saying peace be with you to each other. Right. Um, in, in this section. And it's been really amazing. The funny think- part about that is though, like when you know the reactions on Facebook. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, people don't know what they're doing. So, like, I'll randomly, during the Eucharistic prayer, there'll be, like, a heart or something. And then, like, someone will accidentally put, like, a, a laughing face. A laughing you know, face a laughing or face something. Or <laughs> you can tell they just, like, accidentally hit the wrong button. Like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? Yeah. Uh, I think... Hey, what were you are, saying? Can you disable those? Because I, I think some people have yeah. mentioned that it is distracting. So, like, I think it's well, a you, great... If you swipe to the left... You won't see them. They're gone, right? So I think it's it's some people's preference to be, you know, have the sense of community and be able to yeah. comment like that. Uh, and then some people, they, they don't want that distraction. They just want to be fully right. present. So Yeah, um, it, and it's different for everyone. That's the beauty of all this is you can kind of uh, uh, be at mass in whatever way you want. Do you think that like, throwing up the hearts and stuff are is our version of going like, Amen, brother. Amen, yeah. pastor. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> Amen. Maybe. Um, preach it. Preach it, Lord. It, 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 and it's tough right now because a lot of people are like, you know, like, why are you commenting during Mass? Shouldn't you be paying attention? It's like, in this unprecedented time that we're in, people are going to worship how they're going to worship. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, let if people want to throw up a heart during Mass, go for it. Good for you. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, it was really beautiful, all the, the services, you know, and, and uniquely different in, in their own way. Um, I have to commend my pastor for just stepping up to the plate and yeah. just uh, crushing it. And he gave a really beautifully moving homily last night at the Easter vigil, um, just sharing about the you could see the, the 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 love that he has as a priest to be able to say mass and how uh, valuable and, and important it is to him. And not just sometimes I think we think that like priests. They like saying mass for them, but he was expressing that saying mass to an empty church wasn't the same, that he missed his flock, right? His congregation. Right. I saw to celebrate with. I saw a picture of my other old parish, uh, St. Julie Billiard. And what they did was they had their parishioners send in pictures of themselves and they printed up photos of them and oh, put and like put them on the pews. they put them on the pews and there was like there was like eight pews both sides full of pictures 
hey, that's cool. It was really cool. You know, so people are finding creative ways to right. get th- to get through this and be spiritually filled. And yeah. uh, and kudos to to these pastors for stepping up to the challenge yeah, in these days. And a, a lot of them are you know technologically challenged or they've never they've never really done much on social media and you know some some aren't really doing much but some are really rising to the challenge and they're either saying this is my opportunity to learn and get and get involved or it's my opportunity to challenge one of my staff or one of my volunteers to help out and and elevate us to that level to right it's it's letting them uh where your talents are best fit correct kind of come to life and, and do that like and that was something that i had to do too is like i I was kind of the, I came in like the, ah, let's do the streaming thing. And I was the person in charge of it. And then we had a parishioner as well. That's really technologically gifted who was like, Hey man, I can help you. Mm -hmm. And like, I could have been like, ah, no, like I don't want to, I got it. I got it. But I was like, sure. Like whatever you can bring to the table to elevate, let's do it. Right. So yeah, now you so. guys are you guys are talking about doing multi camera shoots. We're trying, yeah, trying switching. to do a multi camera shoot with cuts and stuff like that to really bring it more to life. Because because I do a lot of like a lot of places are just because uh, some priests are doing it. You know, God bless them. They're just doing it by themselves. Right. And they're just kind of putting their camera up and hit and go. So I do a lot of movement when I film mass. Uh, like I move closer to when they're doing. Uh, readings or something or during certain uh, uh like lamb of god and stuff i would like pan up to the crucified christ or to yeah. the beautiful decorations in the church just to give it a little bit of a feel you know use the I environment want... and use the beauty right. of cinematography to help draw people into a greater exactly. experience and because i'm their eyes essentially that's right and th- if they're at mass they might be looking at these beautiful decorations or or whatever they may be i want to be their eyes to show them the entire beauty and the people that decorated put so much hard work i wanted to be that for them right um, but yeah, so it was, uh, what was I, what was my train of thought? Uh, is yeah, it's, it's upping that production value to, to do a multi-camera shoot and just kind of bring more to the feed the people. Right. Yeah. Uh, it says in scripture, one of my favorite scripture verses is, is Simon, uh, Simon Peter and Jesus are walking and Christ says to Peter, you know, Simon, do you love me? Feed my sheep. And that's not just a message to pastors. That's to all of us, you know, love, tend, tend, tend our flock. You know, we have to feed each other. And this is a way that I've felt I'm called to help. Exactly. In this, in this time. And you're called to, to jobs that were, you, you've never done before, yeah. uh, but we're all stretched in moments like these in our lives. We're stretched. God's calling us to do things that we otherwise wouldn't have, have done and find and find those gifts that were maybe deep inside of us that we, but we never had uh, drawn out. And God is drawing those gifts out of us in this time. And look at you, you're, you're getting all tech savvy and doing all this camera work and you're learning it and, and you're feeding, yeah. you're feeding the sheep, you're feeding, you're helping feed the flock with this ministry. So God bless yeah. you. Thank uh, all, all that you guys are doing at Holy Cross. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it's just been good. And I can't put a, uh, say enough good things and put, my pastor kind of on in the forefront of it because he stepped up and, and I may have had the idea, but it was him that said, let's do this. And then he took my idea and was like, wanted to push it as far as he could. Right. We we had Easter vigil and he wanted to do all the readings, all the Psalms, uh, renewal of the baptismal water. He wanted all of it. And he could have, you know, there's ways to do it when you don't have a congregation that, that came down that he could have skipped a lot of stuff and he didn't want to. 
he yeah. was like he's like it's important we're gonna do it right exactly and i was like that like it gave me uh such a bigger appreciation for what's going on and and, and i will say this too is uh what I've learned from this is I, I, we always said, like, if you don't get to receive communion, um, like you, you, they're growing a more appreciation of it. Right. Because people can't receive right now. I, I am blessed. Right. I, I get to receive it today. I got to receive twice. I had. I had the, But it's almost making me at the same time renew my love for the Eucharist in a new way. FYI, if anyone's yelling at, 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 at the screen right now saying you only need to receive once and two two times isn't more Jesus. We we, we both understand that. I, uh, I got it. Uh, what am I going to say when my pastor comes up to me and 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 present and says the body of Christ? You want me to say no? Exactly no. So I I've talked about that on a previous podcast before. Uh, I you're allowed to receive multiple times a day, but you're not you're not supposed to go seek multiple communions and not supposed to be like no. bouncing from one one uh one mass to the next just to try to get as much jesus as possible because you receive jesus once in a day or weekend in a sunday liturgy you've received all of jesus you can't Absolutely. receive more of all of jesus so uh but if you are a part of another celebration another liturgy for a specific purpose so usually it's me doing music at four masses or something like that i'm free to receive four times i often don't because i'm just busy sure. with what's going on but you are fully able if you are there for that specific reason to receive uh the eucharist again absolutely yeah yeah and it, like i said i'm not doing it like oh look at me i got more than like it it was like more i i i'm growing in my deeper love and appreciation that this treasure this beautiful gift we have in the eucharist that i have the blessing to receive right now like, and I look around at the empty church and I, I'm still able to receive this gift. Like, I'll never take it for granted again. Exactly. Um, and anyway, uh, so, good. I was going to say, uh, it was also beautiful to see all the choirs singing. Uh, they yeah. From Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Easter Vigil, and Easter Sunday, they kind of sprinkled in all the different choirs that sing at Holy Cross. Yeah, all the directors kind of had to, their moment to shine without. Obviously, they didn't have their choir with them, right. but they, they all got took to turns. The directors, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you guys did step up the audio game. You had like live feeds into the camera. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the next challenge will be to give the musicians a little bit of reverb because that's like the least flattering thing in the world uh, right. to just have a dry signal in there. So um, I feel for them because I've had that happen to me and it's like oh boy it's it's uh it's it's rough so but uh yeah so but that's that's the process is you keep trying new things and you keep stepping up to the next level and then you're like oh all right well this is something we got to work on well no let's fix that problem and now boom we step up to the next level right. um and so yeah and i think most of the churches are going through this process right now although everyone's trying some new things and it's gonna it's gonna help the church grow immensely through this process and that's the thing is i i don't want this to just be oh what are we doing right now to push and help the church how can we grow now in this desperate situation when church comes back and everybody can go i don't want to just go back to status quo right i want to keep pushing how can we keep inspiring how can we keep reaching people how can we keep bringing god to the people in different ways Precisely. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't want this to just be like, oh, cool. Well, we did it and it was great. And now we're back to normal. Right. I, I, I want to keep trying to find a fire to inspire more people. Yeah. No, I, like I, I keep saying God is going to use this time in our world for, uh, 
an, an immense period of change, but we're yeah. the instruments of change. And if we just yeah. go, all right, well, that was great. We got through that. Now let's just go back to normal. That's not, I don't believe that's what he has planned for no the way. outcome of this. Um, he wants to uh, get us to to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. And, we we got to level uh, up Catholicism here yeah, <laughs> through this process. Yeah, well, and it's, you know, I, I look at it as when, when all this came about, a lot of people stepped up and not, you know, not just talking about me, a lot of people, like you guys over there that are doing like uh, the uh, video content at Santiago, like to bring God to the people. Yeah, so this was a lot of times where we reread in scripture too, where, where God said, whom shall I send? You know, and, and it's, you know, here I am, send me is what mm -hmm. we hear. And like, that's a lot of people have been that here I am, Lord, send me had stepped up to that challenge. Yeah. Uh, if you guys didn't see it, we linked it, uh, I, I believe in our stories. So the, the place that I'm staying at here in Orange County, uh, there's a retreat center called Santiago retreat center. And, uh, where I'm living, we're, we're starting this, this, Thing called Santiago Studios, where it's kind of in, in its infancy, and we don't really know exactly the direction it's going to go. Um, but it, I think it was really beautiful that we be, we were bouncing around a lot of ideas. And last week, uh, Patrick Dwyer, who's a, a roommate here, he's just a, just beautifully talented human being, cinematography, filmmaking, oh, yeah. musician, uh, awesome guy too, just the nicest guy. Yeah, he's wonderful. So he took it on to start to do this project of the stations of the cross there's a there's a big hike that overlooks the retreat center and there's a giant cross at the top of the hill the top of the mountain really it overlooks all of orange county nice. uh and they hiked up and he filmed this gorgeous this gorgeous video uh, did he use a drone at all yeah they had three yeah. cameras and a drone and it was like slow motion and they walked up it was a, a priest and a uh and an altar server walking up with the monstrance and incense the whole way, the hill. And so it was like in beautiful slow motion. They stopped and it was, uh, they had voiceovers of the entire uh, traditional stations of the cross. And so it's, a, it's almost 30 minutes long, uh, but they released it on Good Friday. But I mean, it's, it's on YouTube. So we'll link it in the description and you can go. It's and really well done. Anytime you want to pray the Stations of the Cross, this is going to be a great tool for the future. Yeah. Um, it's There's this beautiful moment at the end when they get to the top of the mountain and the sun is setting and they put the monstrance on this rock and the sun is glowing into it and this music starts playing. It is just, it's absolutely absolutely gorgeous, powerful moment. So nice. check, th check that out. Obviously, um, you know... You can do the Stations of the Cross anytime. Uh, we release it for Good Friday, but uh, it's that tool is there, so check that video out. And then who knows what's going to happen with Santiago Studios. That was, I think, the first iteration of, of things to come, and so we're going to put our heads together and see what we can do. I was bummed I wasn't be, uh, able to be a part of it. Uh, as you guys know, I was... I was out of town for like the last two weeks. You know, as you saw our last podcast, uh, I was in a hotel room. I was there for just about two weeks. I had to do two of the Psalms of the week just in the little, little corner the of the little couch. Yeah. yeah, the corner of the hotel room on this little couch from my laptop. Uh, and that's kind of the way Psalm of the week started. So it was kind of nice to go back to that. It was just rough to edit it on a laptop. I bet. But so I did all that content uh, from a hotel room for two weeks. And so I missed this whole process of filming this video uh, while that was going on. But I'm, I'm excited to be back and getting on some projects with the team. Awesome. Yeah, it, it's been great. So, okay, to where you're talking about where you were the Holy Week doing the whole thing. Uh, you have a pretty hilarious uh, situation of how you ended up going to Easter Mass. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's my Holy Week. Uh, Holy Thursday, I was... 
still up in Bakersfield, California, still on this job that I was doing. And so I, I just went to Holy Thursday Mass with Bishop Barron, word on fire. Uh, but I was, you know, we, we talked about it on one of our podcasts, The Way You Go to Mass. And it was like the snapshot of our podcast two podcasts ago or one ago where uh, Danny was watching TV. No, Danny was praying on his knees while he was watching the live stream mass. And I was like on the bed, on my phone, watching TV and watching the mass. Um, but the way you, we talked about it, the way you set yourself up, the way you set up your space and the way you present yourself, uh, even if you're watching it on a computer or even on a phone makes all the difference. And so I, I like dimmed the lighting. I made sure I stood when the mass began and I kneeled at the times and I, I said all the responses and I was in it. And it was a very powerful experience, uh, to be present there, even though I watched it like on a previously recorded, uh, you know, a YouTube video. So that's how I celebrated Holy Thursday. And then good Friday, uh, I was actually up at like four 30 in the morning to do this job. We have to go out to, a. um, it's like, we do like some noise, uh, some, some audio testing. And so we have to go outside to this big field at like five in the morning. And we were there till just about 1130. And then I drove home from Bakersfield all the way down to orange County. And it was about three and a half hour drive. So, it was beautiful because Good Friday, I was literally on the road from 12 to 3, and I pulled up to my house at 3 p.m. So uh, right at 12 o'clock, I just turned off the radio, and I, and I prayed in silence, you know, no radio, nothing, in silence, and just prayed for three hours on the drive home during that time when Jesus was on the cross. Uh, it was very powerful. Uh, that, was, that was a really, really powerful moment for me. Uh, and then, then I got home and I prayed this beautiful stations of the cross. And then I watched like Bishop Barron's good Friday reflection, his homily. It was a, it was a very powerful night of, of prayer for me. Cool. Um, yeah. So then, uh, then yesterday was the Easter vigil. So I had to do a whole bunch of stuff. I had to shave. Cause like you see this beard that's going on right here. Um, I didn't have a, uh, I didn't have a razor for two weeks. So I had this whole neck situation going on. So I cleaned myself up. I had to do laundry uh, and all the essential stuff that you do. But I was over by my church and I just decided to pop in to, to like check my phone messages to see if I had any mail to see like see what was going on. I hadn't been there for a while. And I pop into the uh, actual church just to see. And I was like, let me spend some time in prayer while I'm waiting for my laundry to do and all that. And I go in there and there's, there's a whole bunch of chairs set around the altar and the Easter candles set up and uh, the baptismal font is running and there's candles like lit and ready. And I was like, uh, I think they're going to have an Easter vigil here, just like small gathering, probably just the clergy, but it's probably at like seven. And it was like three, it was like four forty-five. So I just go up there and I pray a little bit and I start playing the piano and a couple of the deacons walk in and they go... Ryan, we're so happy you're here. Oh my gosh, you're playing music for us, right? And I'm like, uh, what? No, <laughs> I, I don't think so. It's like, oh no, you got to stay. And I was like, wait, when are you? You're, when are you doing the vigil? They're like five o'clock, like ten minutes. And I'm like, oh, I don't have a, la I don't have my laptop with all my music, and like this is how I look. I was in another hoodie, like even like it was ragged. I had holy jeans on. My hair was like in a. It's always disaster right now but i looked like a wreck um and they're like no it's fine come so it was the four deacons their wives and our two 
our pastor and our associate pastor and they did a, uh, we weren't, it wasn't filmed or anything like that, but we just did a Easter vigil. And so I actually sung, uh, my exulta and I, I didn't think I was going to be doing it this year. I had a couple sheet music, uh, papers that I could grab from my, um, so I, I grabbed as much as I could and I, I actually got to proclaim the exult it for the, the small clergy that was there. And then I sung a few of the songs, but then they, for the rest of the mass, they invited me up to sit. We were all distanced, but, uh, they invited me up for the Eucharistic prayer and I got to receive communion. And it was it, like you said, having not received it for a month, it was, a very powerful experience to be able to receive Jesus, to know what a, what a blessing it is to have Jesus uh, sacrament, sacramentally, you know? Oh, of course. Yeah. It's, it, it's food for the starving man. And and all of us are starving. Yeah. Um, That's pretty crazy, man. But yeah, you know what? You you never know. Yeah. So I probably the last time I'll wear, I'll look like that at an Easter vigil. (laughs) Like I I was embarrassed, but you know, come as you are uh, and considering the circumstances, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's what it was. So, and then I actually got to celebrate mass again this morning because we have a chapel downstairs in in our space here and we haven't been having mass because our, our in-house priest has been quarantining himself, but he was live streaming a mass. He's actually a married priest. I think I mentioned that on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, uh, Episcopal or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so he converted and so he's, he's married. And so him and his wife and I think his children or his one of his kids were there and they were live streaming to his parish uh this morning from the chapel though and i just found out about it and i woke up at like 8:58 and it was mass at nine o'clock and so i literally just put on my hoodie again and walked downstairs so i looked sunday best my sunday best oh my gosh uh i didn't even have shoes on <laughs> oh my gosh. uh but it was an anglican right so it was a different mass. So I had for I had like an abridged version of the Easter Vigil last night, and then I had an Anglican Rite Easter Sunday, which is wow. a lot. It's it's very similar, but it's also very different. But it's still a valid Catholic rite. So we so I received wow. again, but it's a lot more. The, like a lot of the prayers are just different enough where you're like, oh, I know this one. Nope, I don't know it. And it's they say a lot of like thee and thou. It's like old English kind of. Um, huh. And all the songs are like kind of chanted, kind of sung. It's awkward though. It's like you try to sing it. You're like, I can. I think I can get this one. And they're like non-intuitive. The melodies go where you don't expect them to go in weird times. You're like, come on, just like help me out, please. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, um, so that was my Easter Sunday mass. Yeah, I was. Uh, you know, uh, it's funny. Like at parts of the mass, because it's like for us, it was really, really small. Again, it was like me and a lector and like a deacon, right? And his wife. And then me and the priest and this, like we were in the big church. There were so many of us, but we wanted to spread out and distance, obviously. So it's like people are all over the place. Right. Um, and like the, our father will come, but like some people are saying in English and some people are saying in Spanish mm-hmm. and everyone's like distance away. So it just sounds so weird. And you're just like, uh, I don't know. And then like <laughs> one Spanish is a little longer. So it, the English finishes and Spanish is just trailing behind Dude, a little bit. And the, uh, uh, remember so at funny. Congress, at Congress this, uh, this year, we, I went to that trilingual or I played mass at the, uh, oh, the yeah, trilingual yeah, yeah, yeah. mass. When we got to the Our Father, it was three languages and oh, like wild. a thousand people in a room all trying to say it in three languages. It was the funniest thing. Yeah, just like bleh. yeah. So it, I, I was I was laughing at that a little bit, you know. But just like trying to, you know. But it, it's still beautiful, you know. Exactly. And that's something that I also noticed that is the beauty of it is, I because whereas I'm like live streaming the mass, like I'm like working and being the camera person, 
I'm still attending mass. Exactly. Like, I'm at mass still. And I've been going to mass in Spanish because I have to live stream the Spanish mass. Is this, well your, the is this mass. like your first time really attending a full Spanish mass? Yeah. The, this Palm Sunday was the first time. Doesn't it? Is, don't you feel kind of like a... Uh, uh, a liturgical master when you can you like know exactly what's happening you don't speak the languages but you're like I'm, I knew where we were I knew I know exactly what's happening at all moments yeah, of this I mass. was in charge of the bells for the Gloria and stuff during the Spanish and I knew yeah. I knew what it was I yeah. was I was rocking yeah but like the beauty of it is like I I st- you know obviously I, I kneel uh, during the Eucharistic prayer and the consecration and like even though it's not in the language that I speak doesn't I matter know what's yeah. going on exactly I know the reality and the truth of what's happening on the altar. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I'm very like, it, it, you know, to share a little insider information, a little backstage for Wait, you. Hang on. We're, we're going to do a little, we're going uh, okay, we'll to pause. pause it right here. So we're going to come right back. Uh, so like I was saying, the, the, something that I, the, the beauty of it is a little backstage is I'm like, I, when we, mo- I guess I'm moving the camera. I'm not just staying back at like a long shot. So I moved in because I think it'd be cool. Cause we have this, live stream so give people a different perspective so i brought the camera like right up to the altar and and right so like it's on the altar for the eucharistic prayer and stuff so i'm right behind the camera because i have to hold the cords and stuff and i'm like kneeling on the step right below you know where our setup is it's like the marble of the altar and like then there's that step of carpet so i'm like kneeling right in front of the altar it's beautiful like just looking up at the eucharist you know, as I'm filming and like, I'm like right there in front of the altar That's uh, awesome. on my knees. And it's, it's powerful to experience the Eucharistic prayer that way. And then there to receive communion. Um, it's been a real blessing for me. And like, I, I, it's like, sometimes I feel like guilty that like I get to experience this. And so many people are like trapped at home. Like why God, like why me? Why I'm not worthy to receive this. Um, but you know, it's, that's why um, I, I think, you know, you know, you, you are blessed and I, I was blessed yeah. this weekend to receive, but God is calling more of us in this, in this time to do more, to, to reach people yeah. that much further. So he's, uh, we're, we're able to receive him thankfully, or we're so blessed, but, uh, he's calling on us. He's and calling I'm on us more than ever. As, is he's giving me this, this newfound love for him and the, for his, for his presence in the Eucharist, like more than I had it before. He's giving me this, um, understanding and this this passion and 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 just pure love for him in the eucharist that i can then go share that right my experience and my love for the eucharist with others through this opportunity that he's given me exactly we're able to we're we're able to receive jesus a lot sooner than a lot of other people um but we're able to help them through this difficult time that we're all still going through but they're not able to receive jesus yet most people and so we're able to be um to help facilitate to get them through that. And then I, th- I keep saying they're going to want, they're going to uh, have a deeper, even more of a deeper appreciation for Jesus. Cause they're going to have a longer period. I heard what, uh, LA just extended to May, May, May 15th, May 15th and orange and Ventura County are sure to follow. Yeah, I heard eight weeks. Yeah. I heard another six to eight weeks without masses probably mm-hmm. at, at least. And like, here's the thing the, if, if it's going to be Pentecost, if we hopefully we even get to have Pentecost, hopefully we even get to have Pentecost. But like, and uh, you know, government and, and the church is never going to. If they knew that we wouldn't be back in masses till October, they wouldn't really. They probably wouldn't tell us because. And if they said we wouldn't, if they told the whole world that you can't go outside till twenty twenty one, like th- things would go pretty crazy. So they're like kind of 
incrementally letting us know and they because they don't nobody really knows how long this is no, going for nobody really knows we're just kind of going off you know so, so we have so. to continue to be prudent continue to be uh to follow the rules and regulations put upon us by our churches by our governments by our uh communities but uh we have to hold on hope that you know no matter how long this lasts that we can we can be fervent and we can continue to to be filled with christ no matter how and that's why like like this is like all the priests that are um, that are doing the live streaming and the, or the, that are on the fence about it, like, like let's do this. Let's feed the people, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, because that was something that my uh, Monsignor had said to me today is he goes, he goes, you know, at first, he said it in his homily as well, but he was like, at first I kind of thought, ah, whatever, we'll do it once because then we'll be back. And then he was like, he's like realizing that this is, this is a lot longer than we thought. Mm-hmm. So we got to give it our best. Exactly. Treat it like, like a regular thing that it is right now. Exactly. This week, so. uh, I'm going to start doing stuff at my parish as well. It, awesome. t- it took him a while to get on board, but uh, uh, plus I was out of town. and But right. we, we are going to uh, really hammer it home now. Um, awesome. Looking forward to that. Should be good. Hang on. I think my camera just stopped. No. No, we're still good. We're still good. All okay. right. Um, uh, but great. That's awesome that... that uh, you know, it's not about when you start. It's about that you start at all. Exactly. So, um, so let's talk about Easter, right? So that's where we are right now. Uh, amazing Easter. Happy Easter, by the way. Don't think we said that. Happy Easter. Uh, Blessed Easter to you. Uh, uh, it, it, it's, it. it's an amazing, uh, you know, we are Easter people as Catholics. Like, and, and I always think that people are like, what do you like better, Christmas or Easter? Like, as far as liturgically goes and like how I feel, Easter is just, it's not even comparable. Right. Easter is so rad because of all of Holy Week that comes with it and just the beauty of it. And once you kind of understand the the beauty of it all, uh, it's just so cool. And it's the longer sense of longing, the, the extended time in the desert. Obviously, Advent is a uh, penitential season as well. But sure. the, the 40 days and giving something up and fasting. The fast, yeah. And, and you know, really drawing us into that desert experience and then coming to the fulfillment of the resurrection on Easter is just so powerful. Well, and that's the, uh, what Monsignor said as he was leaving, like we were, we were, the live stream was over and we were all packing up and stuff. And he goes, he goes, all right, everyone. Well, thank you for helping with the vigil. Now go break your fast. Uh, yeah, I did it last night too. I, I, uh, uh, my, my pastor gave me a bottle of wine cause I gave up alcohol. So I had some wine. Nice. It was very nice. To, uh, nice. You know. Yeah. It was, uh, it was cool. I did not have an energy drink, but I think I'm done with those, to be honest. Good, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, it was a, uh, it was just cool. It was cool. Uh, you know, craziest Lent of all time. And uh, but like the thing, so let's let's reflect on the gospel today, right? That we hear the story of Jesus's resurrection, of Mary Magdalene going to the tomb, and it being empty, and the angel of the Lord appearing and saying like, "Who are you looking for?" You know, he's not. You know, he's not here. And there's that almost thought of like, he told you he mm-hmm. wasn't going to be here and you got to have, you didn't, you didn't listen. Like, so go tell everybody what's going on. Right. And she goes back. My favorite part of the gospel truly about this reading today is we hear it's in the uh, the book of John, right? Is John and Peter, or John and Simon, they, they run. I was going to say the same thing. Go on to the tomb and John in his gospel version of it, he makes sure to say, <laughs> And John, who arrived first, he had to make sure to tell everybody he won the race. Yeah. That he was faster than Peter. 
Peter gets all the credit. He's the first pope. He's the rock. He's, he's the right like, man. But, but John's like, I was there first on Easter Sunday. <laughs> if anyone yes, ever debated who could win in a foot race, is we know now. John. And I like how he always, he always, the Apostle John, the winner, the disciple <laughs> whom he loved. He's just constantly telling us how great he is. It's like, but then, how funny. But then doesn't he, uh, he waits once he gets to the tomb and he lets Peter go in first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but he he got there first, right? And then Peter got there and entered first. Yeah. And but, and the the joy of the that we read in this in this that they ran, mm-hmm. they ran to the tomb, you know, and they they specifically say that, um, on purpose, because they want you to realize how big of a deal it is. And I and I've read I've done like been trying to do some more historical like contextual study of the scriptures. And these guys are Jewish, right? And they're not like, they're, I wouldn't say they're young men, but they're not like old men. They're like in their middle age men. But like, people didn't run. Right. In that time. You don't run. Yeah, it's like. Uh, it's like the story of the prodigal son where he runs to his son. Right. It's a big deal because he shouldn't, he wouldn't run. Yeah. And like jogging wasn't a thing back then. Yeah. You didn't, <laughs> what is it? Went, it's not like nowadays where everyone and their mother is all of a sudden going for runs. What is it? Uh, what is it? Anchorman where it was. It was set in the 80s when he was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just running. It's just like, yeah. or I'm jogging. You just run for an extended period of time, I exactly. guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. people didn't do that then. Yeah, it, nobody does that. Nobody just went for a jog. So when these two guys take off, you know, you know, booking it down to the tomb, uh, it was a big deal. And that haste, that level of haste and importance is what we should uh, we should take from. And I think that the example of it is is a bunch of people are saying, like, the tomb is empty right now and the church is empty. That that cool parallel for Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Jesus is out in the world right now. And look at and that. all the... of us out in the world can be Jesus to each other. That's bring right. Christ to each other. And that's going to continue through this whole Easter season. We just said yeah. it. Like, we're going to be lucky if we get to celebrate Pentecost. But because right. the, And the cool thing about the Easter season uh, is it's uh, 40 days of... Lent and it's 50 yeah. days of the Easter season. Yeah. Right. So we got a longer period of Easter. And again, that tomb is empty and we are all called to go out. Um, yeah. And, proclaim, and I think that, proclaim. you know, and, and it's it, it, the coolest thing too, that I like about the story is, is that I want us to take as they ran to the tomb because they couldn't, they, they had to go find out for themselves if Jesus was there or not. Right. Mm-hmm. They had to go figure it out. They ran there. And I want my prayer is that when this is over, that we, the people of God, will run to the church, run Amen. back to the mass. Because not because we're looking to see if the tomb is empty, but we because we know because of Christ's resurrection, we know exactly where God is. Amen. You know, we're going to run to that Eucharist again. We're going to flood the churches. We're going to run like the apostles did and get there. Um. That, you know, that's my prayer, that, that, this will, that this Easter will inspire us to w- always run to God, to go run and look for him uh, with, with such haste. Amen, brother. Wow. Uh, but yeah, it, it, that, 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 that's where my heart has been all day when I was reading, when I was, when I was hearing the gospel, is I was like, man, like, I want to run to Christ. Wow. Um, and, and right now, it's, it's, it's tough, because right now, I think more... We, we kind of are in a state of 
were the disciples and the apostles before the resurrection, were after Good Friday, where they were kind of all huddled and hiding in the rooms. Because that's kind of us too right now. We're all kind of huddled and hiding. Right. Some of us with fear and anxiety. Um, but the difference that we have is we have the ability to reach out to each other uh, with all these different things that technology has afforded us. Exactly. So it's, you know, there was something symbolic about us in quarantine through that through Lent through most of Lent we were all quarantined and we right. were scared and and it was it was this symbolism through this this desert period but now we are in a period of of Easter where this is a celebratory time in the church yep. and so but we're nothing has changed if not it's been heightened like they just closed parks now uh, and it's you know things could get even more strict but so how do we how do we reflect this period of celebration in the church through our still being quarantined. And like you just said it, we have, we're not confined to our spaces because we have the power of the digital media. And so continuing to, you know, it's not easy to to continue this podcast. I was telling it before, uh, what normally it takes me about an hour to edit this, put all the logos on, put the music in, sync it together, uh, export it, to put it to YouTube, put it to Spotify and all that stuff. May eh, let's say two hours. Cause then I got to like find the clips that we put on Instagram. Um, that's two hours after the hour long podcast plus the setup time. Uh, but now that we're remote, it's literally taking me four hours every time. Cause I got to sync together his audio, his video, my audio, my video, put it all together. Uh, it's a little, it's always kind of wonky getting it together, but it's a, it's a big investment. But again, what else are we doing right now? We got a lot of time on our hands, but it's, so it's continuing this podcast. It's continuing to find new ways us at Santiago studios. We're trying to do new things. I got some music videos coming out. We're trying to find new ways that we can reach people through this digital media to let them know that hallelujah, Christ is risen. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's just ways to like, like I have, I already loved reading scripture and like diving into it, but now I've had all this extra time. Uh, I've done it a couple of times. I haven't really gotten a lot of feet on it, but I've gone, I, I do a nightly scripture reflection every night where I just kind of pick a story in scripture and I kind of read it and see what it meant to me. And I've been going live on our Instagram just to kind of be like, whoever's listening, here's what I'm thinking about tonight. Right. Yeah. You know, it's only uh, sometimes right now you only get five or six people because everyone is, everybody's live. And so people are being pulled and And sometimes you just like, after you, you get those messages, so-and-so's live, right. so-and-so's live. And you, after a while you just start swiping them away. You're like, yeah, you're I, just like, I don't, I don't know. care. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. But so, yeah. but, but it's okay. But you just, know, but, even if just like uh, that's what I'm doing. So th- that little bit, it doesn't matter if it's two people or three people. Doesn't or matter. Four hundred people. We're two that or are three. Watching. We're two or three are gathered. You yeah, know, I'm just I'm doing this scripture study for my faith, and I want to share that with whoever whoever's right. willing. Exactly. Like so. when I was in the hotel room, I had some extra time, and I just went live on our account as well, and I was just playing through songs, and a lot of them were new songs, like some Christian songs that I want to play, add to my repertoire. They were new, and I, I, you know, I didn't sound great on some of them, but and there was like maybe five, six people watching, ten at most, uh, at any particular time. But people were, you know, the people that were there, they were in it, and they were, they were, yeah. they were very appreciative, and they were praying along with me, and awesome. you know, just finding ways, finding ways, finding ways, finding ways to. To scream it from the mountaintops, you know, Hallelujah, Christ is risen. That's right. So, you know, I think that that's it. We have to remember, guys, that we are Easter people. No matter, no quarantine can keep that, uh, can keep Christ in the tomb. Tomb, the tomb is open. The tomb is empty, and you know, we are 
Easter people, we can spread the joy of Christ, the joy of the resurrection, even in our homes. We can bring Christ into our lives and into our homes every day if we make that choice. Beautiful. So uh, let's do it. We got a long way to go, but let us rejoice today. This whole season, Christ is risen. Amen. So happy Easter, guys. Hope you're having a blessed time wherever you are, that you're staying safe, staying healthy. If you're with your family, uh, you know, appreciate this time. Use this time as a gift. Don't waste this time. When are we ever going to get this kind of time back in our lives? Uh, this this sense of free time. Uh, so really use it to its fullest ability uh, and don't take it for granted. But uh, spend some time. Call your yeah. Call your loved ones. Call your family. Wish them a blessed Easter. Uh, just, yeah, guys, just you never know. I, I, I'll i just really last thing is on that note, we played a game. My family just we were all like everybody was tired of watching TV and playing video games and doing whatever. So we all just sat down. I have this game called a uh, five second rule where you like it's like name three or three animals in five seconds. You're you know, whatever it was. And my family all together, all five of us just laughed and had the most amazing time being together. And like, I couldn't remember the last time that it had been like that, right? That we wouldn't have had if we didn't have this quarantine. Exactly. Uh, so this, this is a gift. It's, it's tough in so many ways, but, uh, again, God's working, God's in it. God's it's a, working. It, it's God a gift. View it, view it that way if you can. And, uh, again, a happy Easter from the two Catholic dudes. Yeah, guys. Um, All right. So social media, all the stuff. Find us, Two Catholic Dudes, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Uh, YouTube's at Ryan Klaus Music. Uh, we got Sound of the Week. We got our podcast videos up there. We got uh, you can hear it on Spotify, all the all the podcast apps. If you're listening on there already, you already know. Uh, and then lastly, if you guys feel so inclined, Patreon.com forward slash Two Catholic Dudes. Uh, Again, in this time, donate to your churches, donate to all the people that need it most. Uh, we should be the last on that totem pole, but if anyone wants to throw money our way, uh, it helps us support our ministry, help us grow, and help us continue to bring this podcast to you all. All right. Uh, so, yeah, guys, thanks very much for tuning in, and we'll catch you all next week. Uh, peace. Peace.